gather round creeps, gather round fools, gather round spirits and gather round ghouls. Listen to me, for I have a story of blackening fright and all things gory, of grinning pumpkins and demon cats, of wicked witches and scurrying rats. They all come together to celebrate and feast. Larry the wolf and Igor the beast. For this is the night when little babies cry and orange mist pours from their eyes. When monster girls and monster men patiently wait for the fun to begin. What do they know that you've never seen? Well, I'll tell you, my friend. A glorious hoot nanny called Halloween. Welcome to Soft Rock 106.6. This is, of course, the Nutley Brass. We introduced you to them a couple episodes ago with their rendition of the Misfits Halloween. I suggest everyone pick up or download um, Misfits Meet the Nutley Brass. It's a really fantastic album. Uh, Playing us in, we're not going to dwell on this too much. We'll talk a lot more about it next episode, uh, just because this is kind of a more structured situation. We need to get to the movies. It's our Halloween spookfuckular. But um, we would be remiss if we did not bring up the passing of the great John Zacherly, yeah. uh, our candidate for president. He just na- makes the most sense. You know? <laughs> he did. Yeah. He made more sense than Gary Johnson. <laughs> Your man. Uh. Uh, no, at the ripe old age of 98, uh, John Zacherly shuffled off this mortal coil and... Um, he um, brought us in this this week with Halloween Hoot Nanny. Um, just a real bummer. Yeah, I mean, ninety eight years it's a is good run. a hell of a stretch. Yeah. and and to be active for I would say ninety seven of them. Uh, yeah, I mean he he was pretty hard at it up until the end. Yeah, um, uh, like the James his, Brown of the uh, <laughs> of the horror world. You know, he's like the Christopher Lee of the horror world. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, Ma- our good friend Monstro from Pseudo Ludo um, informed me the other night with yeah. uh, great sadness. But as I told him, I said, man, I would rather. I, there's no one I would rather have gotten the news from. Right. Because I, he, he and I bonded over a, a love of Zachary <laughs> early in our relationship. But um, yeah, I just, you know, take a moment to. Thanks, Zachary, and to urge everyone to look up uh, on YouTube anything from Zachary that you can. Yeah. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Uh, he's <clears throat> arguably, I know some people say Vampira, but I say he is the originator of the late night horror show host with Roland. Mm. And um, yeah, just one hell of a guy. 
Sadly, never got to meet him. Anyway, like I said, we're not going to dwell on that tonight. I just wanted to mention <laughs> it so people wouldn't treat us like we did when H.G. Lewis passed. Um, right. <laughs> said three weeks went by and you didn't mention it. We are aware of the the loss of John Zachary and, um, you know, <laughs> Halloween weekend is fitting. I think. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, you know, he passed away the weekend of his convention, the Chiller Con, right, in New Jersey. Um, so anyway, yeah, just have a thought of uh, of the cool ghoul and uh, <laughs> look him up and, and enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, anyway, uh, getting past all the sadness, um, we have uh, something fun for you tonight, folks. I carved five pumpkins the other night. You did. <laughs> in one sitting. Yeah. Gutted and carved five pumpkins. Was it like a three-hour ordeal? Uh, three or four. Yeah. The first time I'd ever carved a pumpkin. Really? Yeah. Really? I know. Wow. I, All right. When I was a kid, yeah, I mean, like, I'd help my dad. Or sure. I didn't really do anything. You right. Know? Um. But yeah, but you know, and then when I moved out, um, start I started hosting Halloween parties, right? Which some of you may have heard of, right? Um, legendary. They became rather legendary. Yeah. Um, but people would bring jack o' lanterns, right, to the party, so I didn't, I never needed to. Um, and then last year, uh, a couple years ago, whenever it was that I stopped doing the Halloween parties, I kept thinking, uh, you know. I should carve a fucking pumpkin. Yeah, I mean, I am I'm I am who I am. Right. <laughs> so this year I decided to do it, and uh, goddamn, I had a blast. It was just me. Yeah. And marijuana. Right. And uh, John Carpenter's Halloween playing. It's fitting. In the living room. Yeah. Uh, it was very much like you predicted. It was very much like wrapping gifts. Yeah. It was a very zen-like state <laughs> that I got in. I don't think I ever realized how disgusting the innards of a pumpkin are, though. Oh, yeah. It's kind of gross. The uh, consistency yeah. is really foul. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, really foul. <laughs> like, that, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. Uh, I have the innards of all five pumpkins in the fridge right now. No oh, good. I figure I might do something with them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, but thank you for joining us, guys. Um, what a treat. We're doing a streamatorium again this year, double feature. Uh, for the Halloween Spookfuckular. This year we're doing uh, Anthony Hickok's classic Waxwork and Waxwork 2, which were recently released from Vestron, well, Lionsgate, their um, Vestron throwback collection that they're putting out, which I'm really happy about. Not as happy about the prices, but like we've said before on here, you know, pay it or don't pay it. Don't bitch. Right. Um, I'm just happy that some of these titles are finally being released. Yeah. I mean, the, the uncut uh, Night of the Living Dead th- or Return of the Living Dead 3 comes out next month. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm going to pay 30 bucks for that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the, <laughs> this this uh, type of episode for years has been called Streamatorium, but at, at least since you and I have been doing it on We Belong Dead, We Belong Dead, <laughs> um, we have chosen films that are not streaming. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, which I'm fine with because if you're if you're worth your salt, right, you're gonna buy these movies right. whether it's on the five dollar double feature DVD. That's fine. I had sure. that for years. Yeah, or the amazing Vestron Collector's Edition um, Blu-ray that just came out. I can't say enough about it. Michael Felsher and his guys at Red Shirt Pictures once again knocked it out of the park with the special features. There's a feature length documentary. Yeah, that's so fucking fun. 
and uh, commentary tracks on both with uh, director Anthony Hickox and star Zach Galligan. Yeah. Uh, that are just a ton of fun. It's, it's exactly what this film should be, or these films should be. So uh, we now, you may hear in the background, we have the uh, main menu up for Waxwork. And we're ready to go. Yeah, let's I do guess. it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's It's been a while since I've seen the original, and mm. I'm super excited to watch the second one, because I've never seen it from beginning to end. Oh, okay. It's it's very good. Like I like you had shown me a couple of the scenes, and I'm it really has me jazzed to well, see like, the whole the thing. Well, like the most underrated Bruce Campbell performance ever oh, yeah. is in Waxwork 2, Lost in Time. And I, I nearly piss my pants laughing every time I see it. Uh, well, we should probably um, smoke some marijuana. Yeah. We don't want to let Robbie down. Does Robbie even smoke weed? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I know. have, um, I mean, what I have in here is strawberry cough, and I brought down a little baggie of lemon kush. Mm. I didn't bring any of the uh, cantaloupe sour diesel. <laughs> Sounds like I'm making this shit up, but I really do have three different strains of weed right now. Four, actually, but uh, I guess we'll just stick with the strawberry cough since it's already loaded. Yeah. The lemon kush is good, though. That's what we had uh, at the party last night, right? Um, no, we had the cantaloupe. Okay. Sour diesel. Gotcha. Uh, I gave AJ... Our friend AJ's birthday is on Halloween every year, and every year at the Halloween party, I give him a joint. Nice. So I gave him the lemon kush. Gotcha. Which we ended up smoking later, but I think you were far too blasted <laughs> to join us for the second round. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I got uh, I got pretty fucked up last night. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> last night was the uh, the annual uh, Inner Circle Halloween party. Yeah, uh, hosted by our good friend and amazing tattoo artist Rob um, over at his house. Uh, big thank you to Rob and Lindy and Walt. Uh, all three of them I know put a lot of work into that party. And yeah, uh, Rob told me something very uh, um, touching last <laughs> night for me. Oh yeah, yeah. He pulled me aside not long after I got there and said, you know. I just want, I, I hope that you realize that all that I try to do the past couple of years with the Halloween party is um, make them like a fraction as good as what you used to do. And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> like, sweet. You know what? I don't have to spend any money or do any cleanup. So right. they're already. <laughs> <laughs> so you're already a fan. <laughs> uh, but they are blessed. I think yeah. that Rob and uh, Lindy and Walt have done a wonderful job of picking up the mantle and uh, yeah. running with it. Yeah. Um, so thank you to them and everybody that came out. It was a really fun party. There yeah. was like no drama, really. No. Um, it was a good Which time. Which typically there's like one spat. There usually is, yeah. yeah. Um, but certain elements weren't there, which I think helped. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a great time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, we'll get down to wax work here in just a second. We're getting giving you guys time to get everything set. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, it's still uh, fucking. It still tastes like strawberry. <laughs> I thought it, that was just going to be a freshness thing, like the first couple days that I had it. But right, it's still there. Uh, while we're waiting, we can go ahead and do um, a big uh, shout out, as usual, to um, Pseudo Ludo. Yeah, uh, I got my uh, mindset on you. <laughs> You got that? Yeah. Uh, 3DD Ma 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 uh, yes. pin. Look, the pin is beautiful. Yes. 
But I think the highlight for me is the print. That print is fucking insane. It really is. Um, and a little I already, ad- I've already framed mine. Yeah, there's a little added bonus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do spoilers or not, but I will. Um, give you a little business card with the hockey mm-hmm. mask and machete. That's oh, also I've already 3D. posted on on uh, Instagram oh, that's true. everything that comes with it. So and then the bag of uh, skillet popcorn that looks like a bag of bloody baby teeth, <laughs> which I you know appreciate. Um, but yeah, de- oh, it's such a good value. Those guys are just ridiculously talented and it, we're not just saying that because they're our sponsor they're they're just so so good uh it's upsetting to me that they aren't more widely known than yeah. they are and every time we chat we, like I, I chat with those guys like every night on uh facebook yeah and uh it's a pleasure i can't wait until someday all of us meet up and hang out yeah yeah but uh, they they truly are really great friends mm-hmm. of ours, but um, I don't feel um, in the in the least uh, like I'm whoring out anything because their work is right, unfucking believable. How I mean that's what at first attracted me to them yeah. was the tall man pen. I didn't know who they were, yeah. and I was so blown away by the pat like the overall presentation and the the, the just nature of that pen like how gorgeous it was uh that i was compelled to write an email to them which i don't right. do you know i mean even if i'm blown away by something i normally just <laughs> go about my day but it was right. so impressive that i started this dialogue with pam and then you know monstro joined in and, and then uh they ended up you know helping us out with uh, scares the care with the raffle and yeah um all the stuff with x files <clears throat> that went down there yeah and then we've just become great friends, and they've become lifelong sponsors. And uh, I, I really cannot um, wrap my head around how, when they announce <laughs> something, it doesn't sell out immediately. Yeah. And we're doing you know what little we can right. to try to get the word out there. But I, I promise you, you will not be disappointed from anything that you order from Pseudo Ludo. Their heck priest is sold. I out I was just now. about to say, yeah, yeah. Somehow the tall dude is not sold out. I don't huh. get it. Pam's theory is that guys are turned off by the flowers. Oh, I'm come like, on. I don't think. I mean, your typical horror fan that shouldn't really. Right. Your typical horror fan isn't like an alpha male that <laughs> that, that would be something that would turn them off, you know? Right. But who knows? I don't know what it is. But please, everyone, go to pseudo uh, big cartel pseudo Pseudo-Ludo. Ludo. big cartel dot com. Yeah. Link in the description. Yep. Uh, and 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 uh give them your money it's it's so affordable for what you're getting oh yeah and christmas is coming up and you have horror fans in your lives yeah um they have some non-horror stuff too I and mean, they have a beautiful uh zombie print yeah. from Wee's playhouse <laughs> they do. uh king diamond print they have a few prints yeah um but check them out and please um like i said you won't be disappointed uh, in giving them your money i mean just the amount of like care and bonuses that they put into it because like like you're paying arguably the same price you would for like Creepy Company or something yeah. like that, but you're just gonna get a pin on Creepy Company um, on a you know cardstock. Yeah, Creepy Company. Like six or eight weeks after you order, you get a little thing in the mail that's a pin on a backing card. Right. That's it. And then Pseudo Ludo is like, oh, we took a lot of time Pseudo to package Ludo, this. Like, and there's a, a, trading cards. A week after and, ordering it, you receive this adventure yeah. in your mailbox. Yeah. Uh, 
It's so great. Yeah. Eventually, when we do start using the YouTube page, I swear we're going to. I just have to get <laughs> over this idea of like how silly. I f- I've tried making a video like three or four times, and I get like ten minutes into it, and I'm like, this is so fucking silly. I'm just talking to no one <laughs> in my room. Um, but one day I will commit. But I, I plan on doing a series of unboxings of all of Pseudo Ludo's pens. Yeah. Just to give everybody an idea of what they will get because it's it's really astounding, like you said, the um amount of detail right. and um just creativity that yeah. goes into it. So yeah, go there and spend that money. This has been our Pseudo Ludo episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um also, as always, a big shout-out to Harley Poe. Check yeah. them out. They got something new cooking. Something's I, in the works. I promise. I don't know much about it. Uh, Mr. Whiteford is being very aloof. <laughs> uh, and uh, Although uh, he's still great. He's yeah. still liking things on my Instagram. So Yeah, that's really all <laughs> that matters. Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, an update on Luck Vember. Uh, I have not heard back from Lucky mm. in, the, in the week since the last podcast, but... Um, you know we've gotten his blessing and we've gotten his sign off on on doing some official fan commentary tracks um, that you'll only be able to find here. Uh, and I think we're gonna try. I haven't talked to you about this, but hopefully, this is what I would like to do: is try to do these tracks in addition to regular shows. Oh, okay. Because um, otherwise, it would be just a month of streamatorium. Right. So uh, yeah, maybe not every week, but we can do like every other week yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lucky's doing great. He is in production on a new film that sounds amazing that I can't really talk about um, due to confidentiality. Mm. Uh, the lawyers have been coming down on me. <laughs> anyway, but that's still going to happen. That's not just something that was like a, a hope that we had. So yeah, here we go with waxwork, I guess. Yeah. What we're going to do since the, the since the um, Blu-ray is on, it's two Blu-rays, Um it's not like a double feature on one disc. Right. Like I believe the DVD is. Yeah, it is. Um, so we're going to have to take time to take out one Blu-ray and put the other one in. So we'll do an interlude with a song. Okay. In yeah, between yeah. when we do that. And give you a chance to go take a piss and, <laughs> you know, whatever you got to do. Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll do a countdown from 45. Yeah, it sounds good. All right. 45, 1. <laughs> uh, we're going to do it on 1. Okay. 3, 2, Go. Okay. All right. So here we go. In three, two, two one. one. All right. And here is Waxwork. The classic Vestron logo. Yeah, I remember that logo. Everyone remembers as a, <laughs> a little horror kid. Sing, 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 I believe. <laughs> Louis Prima Blank. This is such a weird fucking movie, man. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was very early in my uh, my horror geek life. Yeah, me probably as well. one of the first VHS tapes I uh, ever like uh, knowingly because you know there's the story that I've told about Reanimator being the first horror film, right? That I consciously watched, but I kind of just sneak that one in. Um, but yeah, Waxwork. I remember. I remember the the cover staring at me. Yeah. Um, this is so cool. That's a pretty impressive fire burn. Oh yeah. So this is like a caper film. Yeah. 
Very Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, which we'll be doing next week, next <laughs> Halloween. Next Halloween's double feature is Hudson Hawk and Ford Fairlane. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, oh. very iconic um, cover art and poster yeah. art for this film. In fact, I almost picked up a <laughs> I almost got ripped off. Yeah, mint poster. I mean, I will at, at the scares the care convention. One of the dealers had. I will give him this. It was an original one sheet. Sure, you know, it so was seen some shit. It wasn't a reproduction, but it was a little more tattered than he was wanting to have someone pay for it. Right. But kind of looking back on it, I sort of wish I had just bought it. Because yeah. I, I waste so much money at that convention. I might as well. Uh, maybe if they have it next year. He bought the Smoking Man's uh, $50 book. Oh, I don't regret that at all. Have you read it yet? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah? Really. Dude. <laughs> that part where he's skiing. So I was doing so good with books. <laughs> yeah. Like, keeping up with my with like what I was reading. Yeah. And not having like a backlog of shit. Right. Until scares the care, and since scares the care, I've just compounded like the amount of books that I bought. Well, you did buy like seven books just <laughs> at that convention. <laughs> I know. Uh, I am though. Tomorrow, I'm gonna finally start rereading uh, Joe Lansdale's Drive-In trilogy. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So fun. Yeah. So fun. Um, but yeah, then I remember not long after, well, probably not long after. Um, Renting waxwork mm-hmm. and loving it when I was a kid. Sure, um, I guess my early teen years, mid teen years, maybe watching it on uh, USA Up All Night. Mm, yeah, with Gilbert Gottfried hosting. Oh God! Uh, oh Gilbert! Yeah, I saw this pretty early too. It was another one of those, like on a network channel of some mm-hmm. sort, like you know Fox Saturday afternoon right. or something like that, and. Uh, Really, really digging it and, and the whole mythology behind it. And, um, of course, it's got a werewolf scene. Yes, Spoilers. Uh, with, you know, a decent-looking werewolf. Featuring the great Dana Ashbrook uh, from Twin Peaks fame. Ah. Fame? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. Twin Peaks fame. Um, he was fantastic on Twin Peaks. Is yeah. the bad boy. Ah. But, like, just ridiculously silly. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then, of course, he was also in uh, Anthony Hickok's uh, unsung classic, uh, Sundown of Vampire and Retreat. Um, <laughs> That's a, a good one. In the- this was a, a real uh, 180, I think, for Zach Galligan. Yeah. I mean, eventually he becomes the Zach Galligan character that you expect. Right. But in the beginning of this film, he's a real douchebag. Oh, yeah. 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 Everyone is a real well, douchebag. That's true. But yeah, no, I, I remember watching this and being like, oh, it's that guy from Gremlins 2. <laughs> I hadn't seen Gremlins 1 yet. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm surprised you haven't seen Waxwork, but you've seen Waxwork 2. That's, pro- that's how this should go. Right, right. Um, let's talk about Anthony Hickox for a moment. Okay. Uh, a, a guy that I really like, uh, that I grew to really like, from the uh, Sundown of Vampire Retreat commentary, ah. which I believe was a Vestron release, and I'm really hoping that they mm. soup it up. And, oh, uh, that'd be great. Yeah. So, yeah, but really likable British guy. <laughs> but let's talk. 
David Warner in his Willy Wonka gear. I was gear. just about to say, <laughs> I want that coat so bad. I love how he just appears. And like looking off into the distance. Yeah. I love David Warner. Yeah. He's great in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Was he in that? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the scientist who inadvertently makes the uh, uh, the chemical that creates the turtles. Well, I mean, David Warner is a working actor, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, but let's talk about some of Mr. Hickok's uh, choices. Okay. Out of the gate, he came out great for me. Yeah. Um, Waxwork was mm-hmm. his first film. Uh, Sundown: A Vampire in Retreat. Solid. Waxwork 2, Lost in Time. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, which is very good. Good, yeah. You know what else he directed? I have no idea. A little film that you're quite familiar with called uh, Full Eclipse. Fuck yes. (laughs) No. Good for him. No, and that's where it went off the rails. Um, Much like Jeff Burr, I would love to see this guy make a, like, impactful comeback and he's still working you know? yeah he's doing tv and like some lower end straight to video stuff yeah. but it's just one of those guys that like i want and i know it's like <laughs> like actors always talk about like people always like come up to them and ask like why aren't you why aren't you in more stuff right 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 <laughs> well you think i'm not trying <laughs> right <laughs> but like it's that kind of situation with yeah. anthony hickox with me where i'm like why isn't he better known? Right. You know? Yeah. Hickox, not Hickok. Mm. Um, I, uh, I, I'm i always interested with, uh, like, directors and actors, specifically in, in the horror realm. Like, if they have made some movies or been some movies that aren't very good, like Full Eclipse, mm. like, if they were at a convention and you were to be like, oh, God, God, fucking love Full Eclipse. Like, would they take that as like a, oh well, i'm glad somebody got it or as like a, oh that fucking movie <laughs> you know i mean yeah, it probably I guess just a lot of it depends on, on how it, how their time on the film went like right. it's something they had a good time doing and really yeah. loved uh, i mean i've had that reaction with some i can't i don't have any like examples offhand right thanks but, i mean you know I've, I've mentioned and given the advice before that like if you're going to meet a celebrity at a convention mm-hmm. Um, like if you're going to meet Doug Bradley, right? You, like you may love it, and I'm sure he loves it. But Doug Bradley doesn't want to talk about Hellraiser, right? <laughs> he's done that once or twice. Yeah, like find something else that he's done. Yeah, that either you love or watch it and then get acquainted with it and like it, right? Um, yeah, because Doug Bradley was the first horror celebrity I ever met. Yeah, and uh, I just happened to. I didn't even know the, like, trick. of. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Nightbreed. Yeah. Because I thought he was amazing in it. Yeah. And he was insanely happy. And then I've had, and he talked and talked and talked. Right. And then I've had friends who've met him and have been like, he was kind of, like, cold. And I'm like, well, what'd you do? What did you say? He's like, what? I was like, I would really love Hellraiser. <laughs> was it fun to work on Hellraiser? I'm like, come on, man. Um... Oh, um, Stuart Gordon was a good example. I brought up Pit and the Pendulum. Right. <laughs> and his, his, his eyes just lit up. Like. Or uh, one that I just remembered, uh, your Norman Reedus encounter with cigarette burns. Oh, yeah. That was a really, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I met Norman Reedus. Yeah. 
pre-Walking Dead. So eat me. Yeah, do it. That was a real trick, though, that they pulled. Yeah. Um, because it was Norman Reedus, Sean Patrick Flannery, mm-hmm. and Rocco. Right. And you had to meet all three of them. Right. And buy something from all three of them. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, not to be, not to sound like, I don't know, whatever, but I only wanted to meet Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that guy. Yeah. Like, I like Boondock Saints. Sure. And Boondock Saints, too. I, I'm not... Uh, a hot topic, uh, boondock hoodie type of person. Hey, easy, easy. <laughs> you know, they're those people. I'm yeah, just not. I'm not one of those. But I do love those movies. I thought Rocco was so goddamn funny. Yeah. His monologue in the first one with the "Tell me the cat's name," that whole thing, and uh, <laughs> get a pack of smokes without running the nine guys you fucked. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking great. Um, but I was happy to meet the other two. I, I didn't really know Sean Patrick Flannery from much. Yeah. Uh, later on, I saw him in the final Saw film. Yeah. And really liked him in that. I wish I did that had come out before I met him. You weren't really a big fan of the Damned thing, were you? I need to rewatch it because yeah. it is Toby Hooper. It is Toby Hooper. Yeah. Um, Ted yeah, Raimi's I remember in it. not being that impressed. Was that Sean Patrick Flannery? Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he plays the sheriff. I'll uh, actually rewatch that tonight hmm. after you leave. And I can be alone and yeah. naked, as opposed to so you're just <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Norman Reedus. Um, yeah, Cigarette Burns was so fucking good. I yeah, mean, it's really one of my favorite John Carpenter films. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean one of. I'm not yeah. going to say top three, but you know, right. I, it's one that I really like. Go back and rewatch, and I think you can tell that Carpenter had a good time yeah. making that film. Which is something that's lacking from the ward. But anyway. <laughs> uh, like, I wouldn't say Ghosts of Mars is one of my favorite John Carpenter films. Right. Yeah. Uh, Waxwork. Right. <laughs> and right there's the hedge that Michael Myers um, <laughs> j- uh, stood out from. Right. Played Peekaboo. I love that the. the the consensus is just like, oh yeah, the Swax Museum showed up out of nowhere overnight. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And they all just accept it. I'm going to use the word watered down, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Mm-hmm. The core group of teenagers in this movie are very reminiscent of like a watered down Return of the Living Dead style sure. grouping. Yeah. You know? But instead of punks, they're like rich <laughs> Snobs, right? Fucking wasps. But all of the, uh, like each one of them embodies like a stereotype of that, right? That kind of person. Although I do, you know, for the most. Make him get you back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the most part, I do appreciate that it's not so much like the Friday the Thirteenth. Like this is their, like this is the fucking jock, and this is right, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, they're stereotypical, but not caricatures. Um, Oh, that mullet. (laughs) It's beauty. (laughs) That mullet and dangly earring combo. Also, look for in the future, um, we picked up, uh, or I picked up another uh, game. Ah. uh, A card game that I am really looking forward to trying on the podcast. Yeah. And just trying. It looks like a lot of fun. It's called You Are the Maniac. 
and it is a um, a horror role playing game. But the the people who made it are obvious fans of the genre. Yeah, and uh, the cards are like all victims, but they're all like stereotypes of horror films, and the villains are all stereotypes. Mm. Of, it looks like a lot of fun. I believe it was a Kickstarter situation. But you can get it on Amazon for like thirteen bucks, and the presentation alone. I mean, if you don't like the game, just just keep look it at because it. it looks cool. Yeah. It's it's shaped exactly like in the parameters of a VHS case, and the uh, cover art is like the very thing like, mixed with Maniac. Yeah, like it's a very um, very typical eighties. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really great. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, Michu Meza. Um, and there are a lot of very funny uh, little stories about him on the commentary that are. Was that intentional? What? A lot of little stories. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't intentional. <laughs> uh, short anecdotes. <laughs> right. I don't know what to say. Um, but um, dwarfish tales. I never know. As many times as I watched this movie, and as big a fan as I was in high school of the band The Doors. Yeah, I never realized that Michu is the little person on the cover of the Strange Days album. No shit. Yeah, where they have like the strong man and like a juggler, right? And like in the foreground, in the foreground, foreground there's uh, Michu. It's kind of badass. Get out of here, Lurch! <laughs> so fucking great. So catty. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of a dick wears a pink polo with a suit jacket? I know we're a ways away, but I'm going to go ahead and pick a song mm. so I'm not stalling in between. <laughs> so instead I'm doing it while we're supposed to be talking about the right. movie. We're running with the shadows of the moon. Looks like Walt. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I thought Walt was going to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Our, yeah. fr- our friend Walt, uh, who, who nails Halloween costumes every year, oh, yeah. he puts a lot of work into them. Yeah, his Walter White was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, went as uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, which I've never seen. No, apparently it's fantastic. But yeah, <laughs> Mr. But Robot <laughs> dresses like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> right. I remember. Uh, one guy walked up to him. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think I knew the guy's name, but walked up to Walt last night and was like, uh, oh, "Excuse me." Just survive. You know, you look like your head fell on the cheese dip back in 1957. And I just overheard it. Right. You, you're okay. This one, real fucking ugly. I thought that was rude. Right. Because I mean, Walt's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Even as Spielberg. Right. Steven Robot. Yeah. 
Walt has a faintly uh, elderly woman voice. It's weird. <laughs> I think that's how Mr. Robot talks. Again, I haven't seen the show. Right. I mean, that's what Christian Slater sounds like. Can I just take this moment to lie? This is nothing. This is not horror related <laughs> at all. But I just want someone to get behind me on wanting badly a loaded special edition Blu-ray of Pump Up the Volume. Yeah. That movie was so important to me. That movie is a big part of the reason that you're hearing me right now. Yeah. As makes a, sense. On a podcast. Yeah. I mean, anybody that listened to Radio Lono. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a dream that I had at 14 or whatever, watching yeah. Pump Up the Volume. Hmm. Uh, I need to bring Radio Lono back. You really do. <laughs> was, I enjoyed that. It was a real nice, uh, like exercising of demons yeah. for me personally. Very very open. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we have Dana Ashbrook has been transported back to a werewolf setting, I believe. Hey, hey, spoilers. Come on. Come on. It always astounds me in uh, horror movies specifically when like weird shit goes on uh-huh. and the character's like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, your friends pranked you in such a way that you teleported to another world wearing clothes you weren't wearing with long hair. It can happen. Yeah. And he's still acting like this is the whack work, like the stage, which is like 10 by 10, and he's in a goddamn forest. <laughs> you seem really upset by this. Yeah. Well, weed makes me angry, man. Like it does everyone. Yeah. Has that effect. It needs to just be illegal. God. I've got the song. Uh, There's the uh, stock uh, wolf howl. This sequence is better than full of clips. (laughs) (laughs) I would not argue that. (laughs) And, of course, I remember this scene standing out to me the most as a kid. Of course, being the werewolf freak that you are. Yeah. Uh, You, whose name I can't think of right now. Oh, uh, John Rhys-Davies? Thank you. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Like, I... I'd like to meet him. He's yeah, been in a lot be cool. of cool shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Meet Sala? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I know you want to meet him for, for Gimli. I don't know what that means. <laughs> You're a Tolkien fan, right? I want to meet him for Sala and for um, Sliders. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I watched the shit out of Sliders when I was a kid. So was, good. Yeah. So good. The full run was on Netflix for years. Yeah. I don't know if it still is or not. something about these two movies really makes them stand the test of time yeah Uh, I mean I would never say that they are in the same like um, echelon as the Evil Dead series or the anime or anything like that but there's a certain 
horror geek of a certain age. Yeah. Me. Uh, (laughs) These movies are right up there for, though, and and the rewatch value on them is so great. And I think a lot of it has to do with um, how enormous the performances are. Right. Purposely. Yeah. Um, Like, it's not that they're bad actors. Right. It's that they were meant to perform in this way. And in, in the best way possible... This is obviously a first-time director, writer, who loves, who's having a fucking blast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think more than almost any movie, that that shines through on this. Like, you can tell um, that Anthony Hickox was, like, just having a fucking field day. Yeah. Like, every day he would walk on set and be like, I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) Right. Or, I can't believe I'm doing this, mate. <laughs> yep. That was just me, guys. That wasn't Anthony Hickox. Right. Bit of a Sam Raimi influence there. Yeah. Probably, no, I'll go ahead and say definitely, the best werewolf. Period. Yeah. Yeah. On, ever filmed. Yeah. Rick Baker. Who? Exactly. <laughs> uh, the latest episode of Dana Gould yeah. Hour is um, their Halloween episode, and he has a really wonderful interview with Rick Baker. Nice. That's yeah, very nice. It was uh, after a screening of uh, Ed Wood. So they <laughs> talked quite a bit about Ed Wood, which is very cool. Nice. Why wouldn't you have your gun loaded before you walked into the house? <laughs> also, guys, I was kidding about the Biss being the best werewolf. <laughs> Although it isn't it's not the bad. worst. No. <laughs> it's better than the full werewolf in uh, Full Eclipse. Yes. Ugh. Here we have Ray Walston, as you may remember from My Favorite Martian. And, ah. Uh, um, um, that Sean Penn movie where he played Spicoli. And uh, and and uh, he was Mr. Hand. That's not that actor. I, just, <laughs> I don't know what. I'm just rambling. <laughs> Love it. Fucking love it. That's so cool. Really good effects. Tag in. As I recall, not a bad transformation sequence either. No, not terrible. Got the uh, howling, bubbling skin. Womp womp. The transitions, like the camera work is fantastic for the yeah. transitions from... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, to the real world. 
I love the um, the uh, effect of when they go into and out of the scenes too. The weird little blue like sparks that yeah. come around. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and simplistic. Right. Is he tying his shoe? Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm going to go fuck that wax statue. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, the, the, David Warner comes in to like clean the statues. And he's like, hey, anyone know why? Uh, it, it seems like three of Dracula's fingers have melted off. <laughs> They wouldn't know why it smells like waxy vagina in here. (laughs) (laughs) Waxy vagina. Wow. 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 (laughs) Love me a girl with some shoulder feathers. Shoulder feathers, listen. (laughs) I got nothing to do with I don't understand people who don't understand. Don't get it. The love for shoulder feathers. They're so fucking hot. Yeah. I mean, Labyrinth. Mm. Pretty sure she had shoulder feathers mm. in her gown. Mm. Tweety Bird. Mm. Oh, God. I hope it isn't too loud for people who are listening along. I always wonder about I never know the proper. Yeah, like, I think it's typically it in this range. But we need to hear it, guys. Right. <laughs> That's hair. <laughs> it is hair. <laughs> that is correct, Richie. Yeah. That is hair. Yeah, that is not chain mail. <laughs> and a uh, few people realize that uh, John Hamm plays Dracula in Waxwork. Yeah. Have we talked about uh, Black Mirror? A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, saw, I haven't seen it. Seen it, it, yet. Seen it? Okay. Yeah. See, that's what you need to do with that's your mustache, mustache wax. wax. Yeah. Mm. Fuck yeah, strawberry compote. <laughs> right. <laughs> going more. I was thinking more plum or plum. All yeah. right. Maybe a little of both. No, it's 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 just plum. Wow, I can tell. I'm a compote connoisseur. <laughs> Be sure to tune into Ian's uh, side project. Uh, his pod pot <laughs> Potcast. Comcast. Compotcast. We got a winner. That's the one. Anyway, it is I mean it sounds boring and but he's hundred and twelve episodes in. Right. And I've got like three it listeners. It's <laughs> more and more exciting every time. Look, I wanted to make a podcast that my family could actually listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Man, tell me about it. My dad the other day was asking me how the podcast had been going. Yeah. I was like, it's going good. And he's like, because like, I guess he's told all of our relatives, like my uncles and shit. Oh, and yeah. Aunts, when they come in to visit that I do this podcast. He, and he acts like it's a bigger thing than it is. Um. Because uh, like not anyone, not just <laughs> right. anyone, could record themselves well, no, like, and put he, on the he, internet. Like to him, it's a. I mean, it's a big deal to us too. Sure. But to him, it's like a low level of celebrity that we've done live podcasts at conventions. You know, yeah. so he takes it as a point of pride, and it's fine sure. with me. But uh, man, it's, 
pulling back the curtain a little too far here. <laughs> but uh, he, like, every few times I go hang out with my dad, he'll ask me, like, how do, how do you listen to the show? And I'm like, oh, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had that issue. I mean, my dad's cool, but he's not like right. vulgar, like, right? Like me, you right. know. Yeah, I, I've had that I issue. Mean, most with, of these movies are because of my dad. Like, I, you know, sure. I got into horror yeah. because of him. It's all his fault, and I, it is. And I still <laughs> plan to do an interview with my dad at some point for, oh, yeah. for the podcast. That'd be great. Um, yeah, with all the shows that I've done, I, I've I've had that issue. <laughs> yeah. Like even with Ridgecast, and that was a bit cleaner, but. Yeah. Uh, How's that going? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Still going strong. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll like because like my parents know I do it, and they'll tell like other family members, and they're like, "Oh, how do I listen to it?" And kind of the same thing. I'm like, "It, you, I, I'll send you a link." All right. <laughs> and then I had a uh, one of my cousins who's a grown woman she's like in her 40s has a few kids she ha- oh, a few kids Never yeah mind. and uh <laughs> she was like uh yeah listen to like i think it was back when i was just doing ridgecast and i was like okay how long ago was the episode where we talked about <coughs> talked about our dicks <laughs> like, how long have you been listening <laughs> which really we talked about our dicks on every episode but right. there was like a spotlight on on one no it's it's difficult yeah um and honestly, Kevin Smith's the only person I've heard really address yeah. the situation of like create being like a create, you know, being a creative person or whatever, right? And making a, a film or something that you're incredibly proud of, but like you don't want your parents to see. Cause the right. short films that we've made, a right. lot of them that I've showed my parents, I've had to. I'm like, crent- like they love it, but I'm like, my dad's yep. hearing me talk about like stanky pussy and like using the word fuck for every other word like, right and like chain smoking cigarettes which he's totally against but like I don't know, they i've shown them all of the short films and and they, yeah. they, had, they had a blast with them spitting bong water into ben's face <laughs> right yeah yeah <laughs> but this is about wax work hmm. <laughs> ah yes another shoulder feather dress i mean that was the time right I have to get an oil change tomorrow. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Interior thoughts are leaking out. Um, I will say Chopping Mall is worth picking up, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Dick Miller classic. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, The movie is more terrible than I remembered. Right. But um, it's a well-put-together blu-ray with yeah. the, the features are great the commentaries are great and i mean the movie i say the movie's terrible but i love the movie sure it's one of those like full eclipse right <laughs> and faust love of the damn man for about an hour and a half to two hours last night i was sitting on the porch at the party talking to steven yeah i really enjoy talking to that guy about horror yeah um he's pretty knowledgeable yeah we got to get him back on. I told him last night that we'd have him back on as for just a show. Yeah, like not, not even like a theme, right? Yeah. Not, not like because we just. I mean, we were hopping from topic to topic and movie to movie. Hmm. I was just like, man, like you're better at this than Ian. Yeah, you know, like you want to be the co. Anyway, what it's I'm true. trying to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, did you see that he posted? No one can replace you, man. Nothing compares to me. <laughs> Great. Now I have to pick another song for, yeah. the, God damn. for the middle brick. Um, did you see that he posted that John 5 liked his picture? Yeah, that's that pretty good. That was, yeah, our friend Stephen went as John 5. And, uh, committed like bleached oh, his yeah. hair and everything. He looked great. Yeah, and um, posted a photo on Instagram, and John Five liked the photo. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, that's that looks really good. It does. Oh yeah, you should be upset. Yeah, you should be the one that's that's freaking out right now. Well, wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, you're wearing feather shoulder dress. Yeah. Don't get any leg blood on my feather shoulder dress. Um, I know this is about the waxwork films, but and we've talked about it before on here, but this being an Anthony Hickox film, I urge everyone to search out Sundown of Vampire and Retreat. It's so fun. I had never heard of it. No. Uh, and I just, it was like three or four Halloweens ago, it was one of, it just popped up at Walmart in their like cheap Halloween movie section they do every year. Right. For five bucks. And on the cover is Bruce Campbell looking all fucking like adventurer <laughs> Ben Helsing and shit. And <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? And I read the back and the, the premise is amazing. I noticed this by the guy that did wax work. And, uh,. Uh, David uh, uh, Carradine is Dracula, essentially. Hey, hey, come on. Spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just such a fun movie. Yeah. M. Emmett Walsh is in it, and he's fucking great. He's probably my favorite part of that <laughs> yeah. movie. And that's saying a lot for a movie with Bruce Campbell. I should have gone as him for Halloween. Yeah, there you go. And see, I and pretty like, much did. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, see me and Steven be like, oh, got it. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, Sam uh, outdid herself again with the crab dip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, t- I didn't scorch my. Uh, <laughs> you didn't lose any. Uh, this time. I waited for it to cool down. Yeah, but yeah, immaculate, so good. I also gotta say, uh, Stephen and his what's his wife's name? Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Uh, they brought in a buffalo dip, a buffalo chicken oh, dip. Oh, that's pretty damn good, that too. It was really great. Yeah. How do you feel about... And I don't know who made the meatballs, but they were really good. I think uh, Lindy did. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. How do you feel about... Van- oh, oh, so good. Well done. Compote all over. <laughs> about vampire movies. I like them. Where overall. you can... Oh. Or you can just make a cross out of any old thing and it works. I mean, I think it depends on the movie. Yeah. Like, it's always kind of a nice surprise when they do that, when like they address it in the film. Right. And it doesn't work. Or even a real, like, cross. Right. Crucifix, like, they're like, that's, that's <laughs> from the movies. Right. You know, shit like that. But I also can respect, you know, staying true to the mythology. Of sure. Of course. <laughs> So hot. I did. Is it? I think it's. Is it Fright Night that does this? Where it doesn't. It doesn't count 
Unless you actually believe in said faith. Yes, that like, was Fright Night. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a nice twist on it. Yeah. God, Fright Night's so good. Yeah. I need to revisit that one. I need to search out the documentary that they put out. Oh, uh, You're So Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the title of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You should probably look in front of you. I don't know if I mentioned it on the last show or not, but uh, um, my secret admirer has uh, pre-ordered the Scarlet Box for me. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Don't be hating. I cry myself to sleep every night, man. It's, it balances out. But I'm super excited to get that. I don't know. I think I'd rather <laughs> cry myself to sleep. <laughs> And have uh, dice get, made out of the cabin. You get used to it. You get used to it. Yeah. I also, uh, you can see on my Instagram, because I'm still too lazy to switch over to <laughs> We Belong Dead, I finally pulled the trigger and ordered the Herschel Gordon Lewis box set. And it's fucking glorious. It's, like, as someone who is a lot more choosy. Right. And uh, fiscally responsible, <laughs> you may say. Absolutely. Um, I would not argue with that at all. That is well worth the hundred and some dollars. Yeah. It is ridiculous packaging. It's yeah. amazing. Arrow really uh, went uh, above and beyond. It's the size I of think. a goddamn box of cereal. It man. is. Like, it's, like a family it's size cereal yeah. box. Like It's huge and yeah. heavy. Like one that you get at Sam's Club. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally worth having to uh, overdraft to make rent. That's fine. <laughs> where I've been for 10 years. It's fine with me. We need to start a Patreon. I, Sam and I were actually talking about that today. About us starting a Patreon? Yeah. Oh. It's just like, uh, so is there any way, because we were talking about jobs and how much Did we hate ours. paid to podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, well, we can start a, like a Patreon or something. Then I had to explain what a Patreon mm-hmm. was. Um, I don't know. We may look into that. I would like to think we have a big enough audience, yeah. but I don't think we do. I mean, Merits of Sin could just give us a couple hundred <laughs> bucks a month. That, please do. <laughs> I don't even know if he listens to the show. Probably not. Like People that I've become friends with through the show uh-huh. often don't even listen to the show. <laughs> so weird. It's a good show, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You all right over there? Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just love me a guy dressed like a pirate. With uh, you know, sweater, chest hair, and a whip. Okay, yeah. Well, you got it. Yeah. No, you're a real bitch, Katie. <laughs> Katie, you ignorant slut. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think the first time I heard the phrase slut was from that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like six, and I had to have my dad explain <laughs> to me what a slut was. <laughs> nice. And he did. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, you know your sister? No. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, our friend Lauren, who we were talking about earlier, yeah, could have gone as Michu from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she is not a tall woman. <laughs> no. You put it, put her in your pocket. Yeah, feed her an M M&M and M every now and then. 
random harmonica guy <laughs> like we had at the party last night. The, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a very funny uh, moment in the director's commentary about the <laughs> harmonica player. <laughs> I think Zach is like, well, why was this? <laughs> and Anthony's like, um, American films at that time just always had someone playing a harmonica at yeah. one point. Makes sense. I remember that era. <laughs> sure. Oh, that was a harmonica. That's right. Well, shut up. <laughs> you ignorant slut. Nice upturned collar, dick. You leave MacGyver alone. <laughs> I believe they shot David Warner out in like one day, like one or two days. They really? didn't have a lot of time with him. God damn, I want a smoking jacket. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. They're so expensive. I looked them up one day. I bet you did. <laughs> They're in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. I love how he's the only one where they're like, fuck this guy, we're not even gonna show anything. He's just <laughs> yeah. dead. He's a dead cop now. <laughs> that is interesting. I don't know why I never noticed that, but it kinda does tell the whole story though. I mean like yeah. he's just a part of the you know. Yeah. You can figure out what happened. Hey, remember that time when I was pining over your uh, girlfriend, your best your best buddy? Hey, you want to make out? I got a mogwai. <laughs> Call my dick a mogwai. <laughs> it grows when it gets wet. That's not how gremlins work, but it's fine. That's <laughs> how my gremlin works. Yeah. <laughs> she has great hair. Yeah. <laughs> Got a very, like, uh, Shih Tzu thing going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate a Shih Tzu. My parents had a Shih Tzu when I was growing up. Really? Hated that fucking dog. That's why you don't like animals. <laughs> I like animals, guys. <laughs> Ask Ben how uh, childlike I become when his dogs run up to me. Yeah. <laughs> his His pack. Yeah, well, not anymore. He's only got two now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fuck you for show. And pretty sure he burned his thumb when he <laughs> closed that Zippo. But acting. Yeah, you know? yeah. Commitment. <clears throat> yeah, I hate clocks, too. I get it. Ladies and gentlemen, Carol Burnett. <laughs> hey.
don't see the problem. I don't either. It's perfect. Tells the story. You know what we need to do? We don't have any merch at all yet, but we need some We Belong Dead robes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, even if we don't sell them, you and I need We Belong Dead robes. <laughs> and have like an embroidery that's like an exact ripoff of the Elvis TCB, like lightning bolt logo. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. This is WBD. <laughs> Getting hard just thinking about it. <laughs> I would pay $100 just so I could have that robe. I would, too. <coughs> I'd love to do a whole line of WBD, TCB style. Yeah. <laughs> pendants. <laughs> rings. Pinky rings. Pseudoludo. <laughs> yeah, get on it. Pseudoludo <laughs> should get into the the uh, jewelry business. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Make some, I'm sure they could at least make some pretty sweet-ass pendants. You oh, know? while you're at pseudoludo.bigcartel.com, check out and purchase their Hunky Warlock pen and patch. Set. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, Richie showed me his uh, earlier, yeah, and the uh, the pictures don't do the amount of detail in that pen justice. No, not at all. There is a lot going on yeah. in that pen. It is fantastic. If you're a Tim Curry fan, it's a definite... Uh, it's a must. Uh, if you're a Worst Witch fan, it's even more so a must. Because right. along with the pen, you get an, a, an exact replica um, iron-on patch from the school in right. the Worst Witch. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Canadian child horror at its <laughs> finest. Have you ever seen... You haven't seen the Worst Witch? I haven't, actually. Have you seen the Tim Curry part? I have. Okay, good. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> A lot of wipes on a green screen. Oh, yeah. But that was the time. Yeah. Man, Galligan can really just rock some mom jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Make him titty wax wax. I'm David Warner. (laughs) Huh? You are, bitches? That is an insanely large badge. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the time. <laughs> big hair, big cars, big badges. Big hands, I know you're the one. <laughs> I don't know why, why this made me think of it, but I... Uh, in, in the midst of listening to the uh, You Made It Weird with Chris Gethard. That's a good one. Yeah. They have a really funny rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> that apparently Pete Holmes knew nothing about until yeah, that yeah. podcast. <laughs> Has he started talking about his uh, like stories from Weird New Jersey? Not yet. When he worked for the magazine? No. That's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I somehow didn't realize that uh, Chris Gethard, who we've talked about a lot on this show, it's been a while, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, had a public access show in New York that was just amazing. There are hundreds of episodes on YouTube yeah. and playlist. I really suggest you go check out it. It's like uh, early 90s MTV, remote control era MTV. Very punk Very rock comedy. DIY punk rock comedy. Um, but also like a real, there's like a real heart yeah. to the show um, yeah. that really like pulls you in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize until I was like 
just kind of randomly choosing some episodes of The Office. Mm-hmm. He was on The Office. Was he? Yeah. He had a really, really funny bit in one episode where uh, Dwight hires him as a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fantastic. All right. Oh, I still have airheads bites. Son of a bitch. Okay, well, maybe I have a few. Still have plenty of crickets. Mm. Fresh out of water scorpions, though. Nope. We got them. Mm. Just restocked today. It's a water scorpion compote. <laughs> water scorpion and plum compote. Um, of course, we, uh, on the surface, are generally, f- I wouldn't say for, but we are, like, not against remakes hmm. on uh, <clears throat> We Belong Dead. Right. Uh, aside from Rocky Horror, oh. see episode 40. Um, I would not at all be opposed to a Waxwork remake. No. Or, and because of Ash vs. Evil Dead, this has become an option for everything now. A TV show. A TV show of Black Horror. This would work as a TV show, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, in the coming weeks, you're probably going to hear more about Waxwork and the stuff that we do on We Belong Dead as far as, like, recasts mm. and uh, pitches, stuff like that. We'll go back to the old bits. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would also be fun to see a third movie with Galligan... The AG is now have, yeah. it, have it take place that many years later, right? You know, or he could try his hand at a British accent and be the uh, oh the David Warner character, yeah. Or uh, I was thinking, oh the uh, uncle, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a scene where you could definitely tell it's not an American filmmaker, <laughs> but he's learned everything about like PIs from hard-boiled American TV and film. Okay, I watched Chinatown. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let's shoot it above the fan. That's a cool shot. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I think this character was miscast, though. They needed someone a little older. Yeah. Who could have played this at that time? Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. That would have been great with David Warner. Yeah. Put them back together from uh, from that other movie, Time After Time. Right. Joe Don Baker. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Joe Don Baker. Gary Busey would have been great. Who? <laughs> Playing Pappas from Point Break. <laughs> hey, little guy. Give me two. Utah. Oh, no. It's not the inspector... As uh, a uh, feathered dress. <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah. I, the werewolf scene and this scene mm-hmm. stuck out to me a lot as a kid. Yeah. Oof. 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 Okay, we've established that it's flesh. You don't need to keep digging. It's just rude. What's he making a hole for? This could get bad. Oh, I know what he's making a hole for. Oh, no, I used to work in a wax museum. I know what that hole's about. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, speaking of wax museums, a movie that has always caught a lot of shit that I actually really like is the House of Wax remake. Yeah, I thought it, you were going in that direction. It's a fun movie. Yeah, no, it, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a well-done movie. When the house starts melting at the end, Yeah, so fucking cool. I mean, I'm always down when for... when the guy from Supernatural, I think he's like at a piano, mm-hmm. and his eyes are moving, Yeah, and they like peel, like what just happened, like they peel off part of it, and it's like, oh. right. It's really good. Yeah. And people, I mean, just because Paris Hilton was in it. You should like it. She gets the fuck murdered out of her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think she gets she murdered. she wasn't bad in it. No. I think she gets murdered harder than anyone else in <laughs> yeah, that I movie. Think so. <laughs> and um, I'm always down for, you know, seeing Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good movie. Girl Next Door is an important movie um, to me as a, as a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, the whole town. Yeah. Like the whole town was wax people. Uh, yeah, and, and that initial reveal yeah, when they're in the yeah. in the church. Yeah, yeah, and I love that it doesn't just take place in a wax museum. It's right, like they really like. There's like the whole thing at the uh, garage. Yeah, with the torture. Yeah, uh, her and her brother. And uh, it's a good fucking movie. When the guess. sister's like reaching through the grate and like the yes. bad guy just kind of like quickly snips off her finger. Yes. Like, oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Like, that's not supposed to happen to her. So revisit it, guys. I'm telling you, it's not bad. I mean, the Vincent Price's original House of Wax well, sure. is stupendous. Right. But, you know, you can't... Re- it's a lot like how I talk about uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween remake. You can't remake John Carpenter's Halloween. It right. will not work in this day and age. Right. It it does work because it was made in 1978 in this day and age. But, right. you know, come on. Yeah. Come on. No, yeah. <laughs> He had to make it brutal. He had to make it a Rob Zombie film. Right. You know. Well. Well, then. The uh, investigator, Jeffrey Combs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I would love to see in a remake Jeffrey Combs play the uh, David Warner role. Oh, absolutely. That'd be fantastic. He could uh, reprise his role as H.P. Lovecraft in this movie, looking like Bruce Campbell, (laughs) (laughs) for some reason. Yeah, we'll talk about that on 31 (laughs) Days. Yeah, we will. (laughs) Still, I enjoyed that movie. Oh, yeah. No, it was a lot better than I anticipated, for sure. Am I the only one who thinks that mummies are like some of the least scary of the horror jo- subgenre? I don't think you're the only one, but I don't agree. Yeah, I love the mummy. I, yeah, and I'm not scary. saying that they're mm. bad, but yeah, you know. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, you make a good point. I mean, I love the original mummy movie from a love story point of sure, view. Sure. Absolutely. More than it's kind of a beautiful else. movie in that. Yeah, way. it really is. Um. But yeah, not as much in a I'm scared sort right. of way. And honestly, I, I may be judged for this, but I enjoyed the shit out of the Brendan Fraser mummy movie. They I, were fun. I never saw the third one, uh, the Tomb of the Oh, uh, Jet Li, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, I, those I first enjoyed two the first were two. So yeah. fun. Got to see the Rock as a CGI <laughs> right? scorpion monster, uh, water scorpion. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was some bad CG in that bit. It was, yeah. 
There's a guy who clearly just has a bunch of foundation on instead of being a man of color. Rocking that John Waters stash. Uh, yeah. If you can do it, man. Yeah. Go for it. I just feel like the like general <laughs> mummies are like the least imposing. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. But I do love the bit in Monster Squad where they take out the <laughs> yeah. mummy by unraveling it. I had a friend Josh Borders came to one of our one of my Halloween parties and thought he was going to be clever by doing the last minute mummy costume where he literally was just wrapped in like five rolls of toilet paper the problem though is i have like at the time i had like six tiki torches in the front yard oh shit he lit up no fucking way fucking hilarious (laughs) i mean i'm sure it doesn't last long because it's toilet paper no he died oh good night yeah good but it was so funny (laughs) no he, he was fine but yeah it was it was pretty funny should have seen that coming the hug of death Okay, that's just too much. You don't need to spit in his mouth, too. It's like 1930s Miami Vice look that he's got going. <laughs> yeah. I like the look of the mummy in this movie. Sure. <laughs> that... Wasn't very great. No, uh, <laughs> them knee highs though. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take her. Yeah, choke the dead man. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> I mean, that could be worse. Yeah. yeah. Could have a little fun before you die. <laughs> True. Get the snake involved, you know. Remember when we tried to make Get Daddy Involved a thing early in the show? What? Like we tried to make that one of our catchphrases. Was Get Daddy Involved. <laughs> I kind of remember <laughs> that. was from episode, like, four. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, I don't remember. Like, one of us were trying to be funny, gross, <laughs> sexy, and pro- probably that's you me. said get daddy involved because that sounds like something you would bring up. And, uh, yeah. Uh, of course, here's the great, late, great Patrick McNee, mm. who we lost last year. I believe he was in makes our, sense. our year under last Sounds year. right, rather. Yeah. As uh, Uncle Wilfred. Hey, do you think he enjoys hunting, specifically in Africa? Uh, I do. Yeah. Kind of hard to be incognito in a yellow jacket. Also, you're a dick for wearing sunglasses inside, if you're not blind. 
Oh, there's that caveat? Yeah. He just got hard. Doug Jones could play that character in the remake. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need to use him in, in recasts. Yeah, we really do. We do a recast for uh, Pan's Labyrinth. We could get him in, in that. <clears throat> Love that ashtray. Yeah. Is uh is this is this an ashtray? <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything in your house could be either an ashtray or a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> and most of it isn't. Not many men can pull off a neckerchief. <laughs> I seem to be very fashion-oriented in this episode. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. Yeah. Now he's going to zip up the steps and, like, <laughs> around the Great corner. Great Scott. such a clever film yeah well, it's always the case though you're having a good day you know, you're out with your girl and one of Satan's disciples has to fuck everything up I wouldn't know being one myself yeah that's true <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> Exposition, exposition, exposition. <laughs> I want to check something. Okay. And I'm not going to say what I'm checking unless <laughs> I find out that I'm right. Okay. I'm not bored, I promise. <laughs> I just got home from the Halloween party at like 6.30 a.m. <laughs> God. Okay, her name is Sarah, right? Uh, yes. Okay, she doesn't know who I thought she was then. Okay, that's fair. Cool story. <laughs> Although she was in April Fool's Day. Good movie. Yeah. Exposition, exposition. Oh, and she was uh, Sandy in Sundown. I'm Uncle Wilfred Exposition. <laughs> uh, oh, was she? Yeah. That makes she sense. She sure was, and she was in Destroyer. 
Yes, she was in Destroyer. <laughs> Destroyer, guys. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> really good movie. Yeah. I'm eagerly awaiting the next announcements from this Vestron series. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You sound like you've done this before. That's a well-used paper bag. No, let's not set the place ablaze from the outside, because then we'll get arrested for it. But if we set it on fire from the inside, we'll be golden. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Now you're thinking with gas. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's how that goes. Got your uh, notifications on there? I do. (laughs) Is that your stomach? Yeah. (laughs) That's the milk vat. Oh, hey, I know that guy. (laughs) Sarah, you ignorant slut. Product placement for Zippo. <laughs> Julian Sands. No, actually, that is uh, Anthony Hickox. Oh, nice. The director of this film with uh, Miles O'Keefe there. Hmm. The. Um, 1980s answer to Antonio Banderas, Miles O'Keefe. It sounds like, uh, like some, like, pot-based comedian stage name. (laughs) (laughs) Just Miles (laughs) O'Keefe. I need to rewatch, uh, Warlock? Warlock, yeah. Were you gonna, are you I, serious? I was, yeah. Because I, I saw that once when I was like seven. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hickox directed Warlock 2. Oh, nice. Yeah. And did, possibly 3. Did that have Sands as well? Or? No, that was, they replaced him with uh, your Bruce boy. Bruce Payne. Bruce Payne, yeah. yeah. I knew he came in. I didn't know if it was on the second or third one. That original Warlock, though, holy shit. Yeah, I is love it good? That movie. Yeah. Oh, have you not seen it? I, I, have again, you not seen it? Have you seen it? Uh... Yeah, I mean, I was like seven, so I don't okay. really remember a whole lot. Uh, I rewatched it not long ago, and it held up for me. And that was a real go-to for me when I was really? a kid was Warlock. Um, again, no, there's been no release on Blu-ray. Uh, 
It might Shame. be a Vestron title. That should be in the works then, if it is. Yeah, because really that would be a great so. release for them. Yeah, Richard E. Grant as the uh, Van Helsing yeah. character in Warlock. I do think this was probably my first. You gotta cook uh, up some baby fat <laughs> to uh, fly. Ah, <laughs> yes. Um, I think this was my first introduction into S and M. Yeah. <laughs> And there was no looking back. Nope. <laughs> Got the scars to prove it. Ball gag Martineau, we call him. <laughs> uh, My co-host, the Gimp. <laughs> he actually lets me out of a box before we do the show. <laughs> true, I do. <laughs> you may have seen some of his work in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Were you a mad TV guy? I didn't uh, hate Mad TV. I don't remember a whole lot from that show. I remember liking it. Yeah, it wasn't but bad. But one skit always sticks out in my brain. It was where they did uh, uh, Forrest Gump. And there was a scene... I don't know if I saw that ...where one. they put Forrest Gump in like a uh, Pulp Fiction type world. And <laughs> Lieutenant Dan was the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I have to look that up. Yeah. We have the uh, George Romero homage... Uh, expect that uh, Romero zombie noir movie to come out soon. That's a goddamn travesty. Yeah. Hey, everyone in the world. I knew this was coming. The reason that you have your precious Walking Dead is a guy named George Romero. So throw him a couple shekels to make a new fucking movie. Yeah. It's a travesty. It really is. No, it really is sad. It's someone that important to not just the genre, but that incredibly important meaty subgenre. Yeah. Uh could be that shunned by uh you know, studios. It's it's a goddamn shame. And that goes for all I mean Landis, Hooper, yeah, Dante, like Car- all the, I mean Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. Boy if I ran Hollywood. Yeah. Be so much coke. <laughs> if uh I've never delved, in, never delved into the Coke. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I've got a treat for you. I never <laughs> have. No, that's not true. I, I can be entirely honest. I yeah. tried it once. I had yeah. like a half a summer of cocaine use Yeah, and did not like it. Really? Luckily, did not like it. So It's kind of put you on edge. <clears throat> yeah, I'm way too mellow for shit like that. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> but incredibly luckily, I, I'm, I feel very fortunate that I didn't like it. Yeah. What? Trying to get froggy? Oh, shit. No, it makes sense that the high school student would be able to take out a trained soldier. <laughs> really? Oh. I say that a lot. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Miles O'Keefe, I, I don't think. I believe Dracula was Miles O'Keefe. Ah. Sorry, I forgot this was the Marquis de Sade. <clears throat> yeah, Miles O'Keefe was Dracula. Uh, who played the Marquis? J. Kenneth Campbell. Ah. I'm not, a, I'm not a familiar with him. 
He does a great job, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the great Miles O'Keefe played Dracula. Please forgive me. Mm. <laughs> well, hello. Bonjour. Welcome to Salon Kitty. <clears throat> I want to learn to play harp. If you can find pussy for cheaper, <laughs> fuck, fuck it. <clears throat> okay, it does not look like she's taking that much punishment. <laughs> it kind of seems like she doesn't need rescuing. <laughs> right? <laughs> To be completely honest. No, 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 I'm fine. She Go seems away. to have finally found somewhere that she fits in. Um, like, she's living out a Rocky Horror Don't Dream It Be It scenario. <laughs> He's disgusted. <laughs> You gonna fire that oversized prop pistol? <laughs> yeah, let her stay. Yeah, or you stay and watch. You know, <laughs> we can all win. Did you ever watch the show Jack of All Trades? I did not. It's so good. Yeah, you can get the full run. Yeah. on DVD for like ten bucks. This is a really fun show. I mean, if you love Bruce Campbell, it's definitely fun. They had an episode with the Marquis de Sade, though. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about how, like, my kind of bummed out moment with Bruce Campbell? No. Um, I met him at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, had him holding a Ridgecast sign. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, still... A great experience. He was such a cool guy. Yeah. Like, exactly what I wanted. But it was the photo op thing. So it was like, hey, how you doing? Snap. Have a yeah. good day. You know. Um, Similar to when I met him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did a panel. Mm-hmm. And he was scheduled for like 6 o'clock that evening or something like that. And somehow um, things got shifted around. Something got canceled. So they bumped him up. But I was back at the hotel room to take like a little break in the afternoon because uh-huh. I was going to come back and they did an announcement over the loudspeakers at the venue <laughs> and so I didn't know so you missed it so I missed it mm. and I had like a question for him and everything I thought it was a pretty good question what was the question I'll answer it as Bruce Campbell um, was, uh, you Redbeard what do you got for me <laughs> uh, I was going to ask him uh, you know of the um uh, work that he's done, like some of the lesser known stuff, like what is he really proud of, or what is what does he think is uh, a gem that more people need to watch? Right. It's a great question, right? <laughs> um, I'd have to say Army of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, wait, Burn Notice. <laughs> that is a good question, though. Yeah. I wonder what his answer would be. Uh, I'm trying to think back on some of the some of the stuff. Yeah. Was it a terminal something? Terminal velocity? No. <laughs> uh, 
Something about where he's Terminal like cancer? stuck in a like tiny airport in Alaska or something, and there's a terminal velocity. A couple uh, aliens. They're like it's kind of like a thing type setup where like it can take the form of, of humans, and they're trying to figure out who it is. And uh, I think Campbell plays like a convict or something. I'm gonna see if I can find. It. I'm not familiar with this unless it's like I, Alien Apocalypse. I own it. I can't. Well, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but I can't remember the title. I could be wrong. It could be Alien Apocalypse. I could be wrong about the terminal part. Oh, she's leaving a trail. That's gross. Oh, I killed a guy, by the way. I didn't realize he voiced uh, Lobster Johnson in the Hellboy video game. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Did you ever play any of the uh, Evil Dead video games? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hated the first one. Oh, the one for, for the um, PlayStation? Yeah, just the regular PlayStation yeah. where like you had to get <clears throat> gas for your chainsaw. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. I uh, loved the one with Ted Raimi voicing the little um, midget. That was the third one. That was great. Yeah, I never played that one. I played the s- second one for the PS2, and that was really good. I don't think I ever played the second one. Yeah. That last one was a lot of fun, like Evil Dead Regeneration or something. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And you could, fun. like, punt him at yeah, enemies and stuff. Yeah, you had to at certain points. Uh, well, there's Alien Apocalypse where he played Ivan. Okay. Fistful of Boomstick was the uh, <laughs> yes video game. That's the one. Terminal Invasion. Terminal Invasion. See, I was right. He played Jack. Hmm. Uh, that would probably be the one. Yeah. <laughs> you bitches are so easy. <laughs> So you got in a leather vest and you get all moist. Hey, heavy watch! Time is not real! It is a construct of man! <laughs> oh my god. The fuck is going on with that one? It's a pretty great uh, makeup <laughs> effect, uh, whatever it is. At this point, Gizmo comes in on a remote control <laughs> car, right? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That one, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. See where scares that care raffled off a life size alien egg? I did. It's pretty badass. Yeah. 
see the pictures of the uh, some of the creature designs for the Prometheus sequel? Nah, don't care. <laughs> they look more like regular xenomorphs. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I just will always have nothing but hatred for Prometheus. Really? Yeah. I don't really because Ridley the Scott just Ridley Scott wouldn't be straight with with the audience. Right. That's and a valid complaint. That. Yeah. Just tell me what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. Uncle Wilfred to the rescue. I think he stole his wheelchair from uh, Corey Haim from Silver Bullet. <laughs> Uncle Red, maybe? <clears throat> yeah. He's got some bottle rockets on it. Jenkins. <laughs> of course, his name is Jenkins. I actually really love how they utilize Uncle Wilfred in the sequel. Oh. They were really, uh, well, you'll see as we watch, but they're really able to fill out like the mythology of the waxwork like idea. Add a lot to it. Nice. Also, who the fuck are all these people, by the way? Uh, Uncle Wilfred's friends. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> who the fuck are you? <laughs> Fair question. He does kind of look like Antonio Banderas, doesn't he? <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> Enough. Great. Really want a smoking jacket. Yeah. Come on, bitch. God damn you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shock a Zulu motherfucker off me. That's racist. <laughs> Not rope burn on my neck. This is uncomfortable. He just came. He just became a man. Like I said. <laughs> All these years later, though, honestly, I still remember my first kill. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Never forget your first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nutshots typically work on zombies, right? Sure. The uh, insanely... Fitting in the Warner's character gets is pretty great. Oh yeah. Although I would have loved to have seen him carried over. Yeah. I still would. I think a scar on a girl can help. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. That's a pretty big one. Yeah. Thanks, Jenkins. Hmm? Like a day. I loved him in Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm just assuming he was in Harry Potter Probably. somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking chaos. 
That seems extreme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Two barrel. And that was the end of Jenkins. I think I may pull through, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And that cutlass just takes all kinds, doesn't it? Sure does. Doesn't discriminate. No. I don't understand all the cutaways to the butler there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are we supposed to feel bad for him now? I'm not sure what's... (laughs) What they're going for. Okay, that's what you do with Chucky. Right there. There's Miles O'Keefe. <laughs> Fantastic. Apparently, listening to the uh, the actual commentary track for this film, like, this was utter, like, it was just utter chaos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there was no real, like, direction going on. <laughs> There goes me too. <laughs> Wonder if that was intentional. What's that? For that piece of the ceiling to drop on him as he was driving away. <laughs> uh, certainly. <clears throat> oh, Einstein lit everything on fire. <laughs> I don't mean Ben Vereen from the Rocky Horror remake. Uh, and I did. And I did. What a guy. Uh, I'm down here. I can't hear him over all the bubbling. (laughs) What a bitch move. Still didn't work. And that should be the end. Yeah. End of Zach Galaganakis. Nope. <laughs> this guy did fine, but I gotta say Julian Sands would have been a great yeah. would have been a great choice for the marquee. He's very sporting. Mm. I mean, he's already given him two extra chances. Yeah. It's a good thing Galligan took all those fencing classes in high school. I always wanted to take fencing. Yeah. 
not a very sturdy railing. Nope. It's not up to code. That's a We're lot of chest shut hair. This, uh, <laughs> shut this waxwork down. Yeah. Your railings are a little too flimsy. Was there a school reference earlier that would make that apropos? No, but you know, when school ends, you die. <laughs> That's true. Also, not nearly deep enough to kill a man. But that's no. fine. Barely deep enough to harm a man. I right. Would say. <laughs> but you enjoyed it. <laughs> you might want to think about a hasty exit, Mr. Warner. Mm. Okay. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Not a paintball gun. Fair enough. Yeah. Jesus. And he reloads. <laughs> right. Of course. Yeah. Right into the milk. Could have given him a better line there. Yeah. Or just no line. Seems yeah. kind of unnecessary. And Uncle Wilford's head is ripped apart. <laughs> That's All right, that then. was pretty bad. Yeah. And Warner comes out again. think they make it out? Meh. I kind of hope not. <laughs> a lot of burns in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, pretty bad. <laughs> hey. Nice fucking model. Honk, honk. Those are pretty flowers. Ah. Too bad that all of the people who came to help are dead now. That sucks. But the dumbass teenager survived, so that's good. Wait. The dwarf survived. Not quite. 
Not the zombie hand that has no way of infecting anyone because it's a fucking hand. Oh, you mean the zombie hand that actually comes into play in the sequel? Oh, oh, does it now? <laughs> it sure does. Wow. There clearly wasn't a track in the grass there. <laughs> Look, why don't you go to Say You Love Satan podcast and you're going to be like this. <laughs> Strange, uh... <laughs> Closing song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, weird. if you think about it. Uh, if you put it that way. <laughs> if you think about it and then you put it that way. Yeah. Everything's changed. <laughs> Things are different. <laughs> Let's haul ass. <laughs> Let's haul ass. Baldy. Ugh. Hey, remember when we watched Phantasm Ravager? Mostly. <laughs> so that was Waxwork, uh, part one of our uh, double feature tonight on the Halloween spook fuckular. Um, as, as is appropriate and fitting, we always uh, sit through the credits. Of course. It's only respectful. Yeah. Even though Ian hated the movie. <laughs> Uh, it was a lot of fun. I do enjoy that that one. Second one, we'll find out. I'm shortly. almost sad that the first time you're going to see the full thing is us. Like you're not really actually going to get to watch it. That's uh, okay. I'll get the gist. Let's hope. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, I have already seen the Bruce Campbell bit, so I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. So good. Under the diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula's Butler, played by Candy. Okay, then. Okay, Steven Santa Maria. That's made up. <laughs> this is a really strange song yeah. to play at the end here. You know what movie this song always makes me think of? is a uh, Problem Child. I have not seen Problem Child since I was maybe six. Oh, neither have I, but I watched it a lot when I was oh, six. Oh, I didn't. I didn't care for it. <laughs> that, I don't like shitty kids, even when I was a kid. Well, that was, uh, I think I told you about this. Um, I saw Darkman because on the recorded VHS of Problem Child, the next movie was Darkman. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a good double feature. Darkman's fucking great. Yeah. Still pissed about the not getting a cigar cutter signed. Yeah. Thing. Ugh. Yeah. Would have been pretty great. Yeah. This song's a lot longer than I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> I thought every song from the fifties was like a minute. Yeah. That's all they could fit on those little vinyls, those little singles. Dedicated to Hammer, Argento, Romero, Dante, Landis, and Spielberg. That's pretty cool. Wells and Carpenter, too. Yeah. Well done. Ian's stomach again. Yeah. Ah, uh, Vestron 6. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so that was uh, 
waxwork in its entirety. The unrated cut. Oh, that was a good one. Do you know what was additional to make it the unrated cut? I don't. Yeah. I think it's only like three minutes, though. Yeah. It wasn't a ton of stuff. Um, you mean you haven't set up two separate Blu-ray players, DVD players with two separate TVs running at the same time? Figured out? Not yet, but I am off tomorrow. Ah. So maybe I'll do it then. Maybe. I doubt, doubt it, but maybe. So right. uh, what's our song? We're putting in uh, Waxwork 2 now, and um, our song. Oh, it's our song. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, the song. Um, I thought uh, our song was Wicked Game. <laughs> um, just because we we haven't played this in its entirety yet, ah. and it's a song that we both like, although I've come around a bit more to the other tracks on the album than you, hmm. uh, I figured we play Ghost's newest single, uh, Square Hammer. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a great, it's song. very good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, while you go uh, refresh your popcorn and take a piss. And get Waxwork 2 Lost in Time ready. Um, enjoy Square Hammer off of the uh, Pope Star EP by Ghost. We'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> 